Hey, it's Melissa Moore. Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Appreciate you being here on this Sunday morning. Looking forward to our conversation today with Dr. Jody Ryan, Chief Medical Officer for WellPower, which used to be known as Mental Health Center of Denver. Good morning, Dr. Ryan. Good morning. Good morning, Melissa. Well, let's talk a little bit first about dry January. I know uh, my fiance and I have been trying. We've done it. It's just been a little more difficult. Let, let me be honest. But why do you think people are resolving to drink less in this new year? Well, you know, for decades, people have been cutting back on alcohol um, around New Year's and have been identifying that as a New Year's resolution. And uh, this, uh, this dry January trend is newer in that it was a public health challenge in the UK in 2003. And it's really gained popularity, so much so that about 35% of American adults last year participated in dry January. Uh, but but I, what I, why I think it's even more important or relevant now is that, you know, people were drinking a lot more during the pandemic, in Colorado right. in particular. And uh, people usually double the amount that they drink between Thanksgiving and New Year's. And so, you know, again, if, if January is a fresh start, people are going to reflect on their relationship to alcohol as, as one of their habits that they would like to change. Yeah. I was going to say for us, we kind of looked at it as, okay, let's take that month off and do kind of a reset. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that that's a great idea, right? Because it really what you're speaking of is let's let's be mindful of our consumption. Yes. And let's just pay attention to it. And, and there's many, many health benefits to doing that, um, as well as, you know, less is more. Less is, is better for your health. Um, and, and studies have shown that as well. So you look at it, you're right. I mean, better for your health in January when so many people are making other health conscious resolutions. And I know for us, it has been a great reset and we've actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, you know what? You can you can learn a lot about yourself, right? And about your partner. Um, and you may even notice that you've got some triggers, right? And so if you uh, typically have a drink at the end of a long, hard day um, with a friend or with your partner, right? What about um, doing something else instead of drinking? Mm-hmm. Like, what about going for a walk with that person and trying to, to shake up or change what your routine is around alcohol and doing something healthy? And as a doctor, do you recommend not just making some changes? I mean, obviously, dry January, it's dry January. It's for the month. But do you recommend making changes and maybe being a little more mindful to your alcohol consumption the rest of the year as well? Yes. And, I, you know, I, that, that's been on my mind because whatever changes that you make and that you notice, right, and in particular, the ones that you, you think, wow, this is great. I've lost weight or mm-hmm. I'm sleeping better or yep. um, I no longer have hangovers, right? Like those are all good outcomes. And what is it that you can take moving forward to try and basically, um, uh, I guess, ingrain those habits into your life moving forward? Well, let's talk. So we're talking about dry January. And then I read, I saw this thing actually on TikTok, and this guy was talking about damp January. I was like, what is that? Yeah. And and, and so really that that, that is a reflection of this is hard for some people. Yeah. And and to be okay about it being difficult. Um, And around, um, there was uh, one study that found that... uh, a fifth of millennials and a quarter of, of Gen X or, or sorry Gen Zs uh, were unable to stay dry for the month of January, and so really damp is around um, resetting your goals. So if if you want to, you know, if you're not able to stop drinking completely, what about just drinking less? 
having um, and it could be having one less drink when you go out or um, if you're a regular drinker drinking um, one day less per week or if you tend to be a weekend drinker um, drinking only one evening over the weekend and not two okay so really being more mindful and aware and making changes based on that and, and knowing your reasons knowing why this is important for you and it doesn't have to be for health reasons right it could be for financial reasons um, and setting a goal and being flexible about that goal and having self-compassion, right? If you're not able to make it after, um, you know, the, here we are on the 18th. If you're not able to make it to the 18th with dry January, well, what about just like resetting that and drinking less um, and um, sharing that goal with somebody that you know? Mm-hmm. Sharing that goal has been shown actually to um, be more, people are more successful when they, when they share it and they revisit that goal. And then track, really mm-hmm. pay attention to what you're doing. Okay, always a good idea. And doctor, based upon your knowledge, your experience, is it a red flag if someone says, hey, I tried to do the whole month of January dry and I just can't do it? Um, you know what? It, I don't think it's necessarily a red flag. I would say that red flags are if you stop completely or if you cut back and you notice that you start having a racing heartbeat or you start to have worsening tremors or your partner notices that you're much more irritable or you're having trouble sleeping. Like, I think that's when you probably should speak with a professional okay. around your drinking and, and to really take an in-depth dive into your relationship. Okay. So just because you can't do dry January doesn't mean you have a problem. No, it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean you have a problem. Um, however, I will add, though, all of us, right, um, will benefit from cutting back, whatever that looks like, cutting back on our consumption. Well, and that was my next question for you. Is there any amount of alcohol that is good for you? Because it feels like there are different studies all the time where it's like, well, red wine is good for you, but only in this much moderation. So what is the real honest truth? Now, the honest truth is that no amount of alcohol is healthy now. And we've um, had studies have been uh, have improved over the years. There was one prior to the pandemic and one during the pandemic. Both of them showed the same thing. Any amount of alcohol is bad for your health. However, me saying that is not going to um, compel people to stop drinking or to cut back. And that's why I think it's really important that people reflect on why it is important for them, whatever their personal goal is in connection to drinking less. And I think that that will uh, be much more valuable than, than me saying that no amount of alcohol mm-hmm. is, is healthy. Um, I, I'll add that, you know, the, the U.S. has not changed their, their low-risk drinking guidelines, right? And it's recommended, the guidelines are recommended, uh, recommend, sorry, that women drink no more than one drink per day and no more than a seven per week. And um, for men, it's no more than 14 drinks um, in a week, which is uh, two drinks a day. Um, however, the Canadian guidelines recently uh, backtracked and said no more than two drinks per week for anybody wow. because of the newer information that's out there. And, and that's pretty significant. Um, however, coming back to it, I, I think that, you know, just paying attention to your consumption, finding out what's important for yourself and trying things out and tracking it. And if you're unable to be successful, don't worry about it. Reset your goal mm-hmm. and keep tracking. OK, so we're talking about the fact that they're really that they're saying now no amount of alcohol is good for you. What does alcohol do to your body that is so detrimental? Yeah, you know, alcohol um, really is a toxin. Uh, You know, it's a toxin that um, um, helps people feel more relaxed, that that, um, makes people feel good. And um, I think that those are the, the, the big drivers as to why alcohol is such a big part of our society and, and, and in particular us socializing together. And, um, but, but it does cause a lot of inflammation, right? And, you know, if I'm to be um, um, 
be reductionistic here. Um, inflammation is bad for, for our body throughout and is the driver for many of our diseases. And certainly alcohol is a big driver for inflammation and causes um, liver cancer, heart disease, um, as well as is a driver for a number of other cancers in our bodies. Um, and um, is a driver for accidents, right? Like it's a, a big factor in, in why people die younger than they should mm-hmm. um, because of um, um, accidents that they, they never foresaw, um, as well as um, homicides. Homicides oh. in this country, 50% are associated with alcohol. I did not know that statistic. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's significant. Yeah, it's not, I mean, and when you hear all of that and yet you see the alcohol consumption has gone up so much during the pandemic, you're like, okay, there maybe there is a little bit of an issue here. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think that it's 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 helpful for you know whatever your coping mechanism is, right? That you have a, a list of things that you do um, that, and they don't rely on one only or one in particular, but that you have an array of, of healthy things that you can do to unwind, to relax, uh, to uh, enjoy life. Well, and for people that say, I just want that drink, I want to come home from work and have that drink, and that's what helps me relax, what else can they do? I know there's different herbs that you see now advertised to put in your drinks if you're trying not to do alcohol. What are some other options? Yeah, there, you know, there's mocktails, right? I think that's what you were referring to. And um, the uh, I, I would say that there's, you know, we, we live in such a beautiful state. Um, get outside. Um, there's so much to do. I just purchased a, a pair of snowshoes. My plan this year, given that my knees are getting older. I'd like to snowshoe and, and participate, like, like really enjoy the seasons here. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to do. Um, make sure that whatever you do, you do it with somebody else, right? That you, if you're both have the same goal, do it together. Mm-hmm. People are much more successful when, when they when they participate in activities that are new together. Yeah. So you're saying instead of sitting at home and sitting on the couch or having that glass of whatever to relax, get out and get moving and do it with somebody else. Yeah. And, and, and it's Especially get off your phones, right? Um, Stop looking at your phones and reduce your screen time and um, have face-to-face conversations with people. That is huge, I think, for so many people. I agree. I totally agree. I think we are so disconnected, and I think COVID just kind of really did that even more so for so many people who couldn't get together and see each other. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I will say that we, we also use the tools with our phone to try and connect, right, with FaceTime or video calling um, or, or group calling, etc. And, I, you know, I think that you're aware of this, too, like people incorporated um, uh, drinking into those calls too, right? Yeah. Which uh, was uh, an interesting evolution. Um, and I, I, you know, it's just really important to try and identify things that you would like to try that are new, mm-hmm. that you anticipate you may enjoy, um, and uh, don't involve alcohol. Okay. And before we go, at the very beginning of our conversation, you mentioned, especially here in Colorado, is what you said regarding drinking. What are our stats here in our state? Yeah, I don't know the, the exact number for our stats, but certainly um, our, the, the percentage of people that we're drinking regularly went up. It went across, went up across the U.S., but in particular in Colorado. Um, and I will say that um, deaths from alcohol actually went up as well in Colorado. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, is all of that tied? I, I know it happened during the pandemic, but what about the mental health part of that? Yeah, they, they, it goes hand in hand, right? The, the pandemic certainly was stressful for everyone. And um, when, when people are stressed, um, they rely on coping mechanisms. And if they're limited, um, they'll rely on them. 
And I think that the uh, it, it was a driver for people being more anxious, being more depressed, um, and, and people with chronic illnesses being more symptomatic mm-hmm. um, and be feeling more isolated and alone. Right. And then so the alcohol consumption went up. Did it ever come back down? You, you know, it. so uh, I would... I, I don't know if it's come back down. It's too early to say, really, given that over the holidays, people tend to double the drinking anyway. Sure, sure. So I would anticipate that it's going to come back down um, and um, look forward to uh, look forward to see what the results are in the next uh, community survey. Yeah, definitely will be interesting. Dr. Jody Ryan, Chief Medical Officer for WellPower. For folks that want more information about things that you've talked about or want, get, want to get in touch with you, what do they need to do? Um, they can uh, certainly uh, go to our website, www.wellpower.org. And um, if, if people um, don't have a therapist and would like a therapist, uh, we've got a program called Therapy Direct. It's for any adult in the Denver area, 18 and above, with or without insurance. And you have access on demand to a uh, therapist for three 55-minute sessions. And that is uh, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5.30. Um, and we've got information on our, our website as well around services if people are interested. I'd encourage everyone to talk with your primary care provider mm-hmm. first or around um, your drinking if you have concerns, and uh, they can be uh, your best touch point for access to more uh, intensive services. All right. Good information. Dr. Jody Ryan, thank you so much for being here this morning. I sure appreciate it. Hey, thank you, Melissa. Dr. Jody Ryan, Chief Medical Officer for WellPower. That used to be formerly Mental Health Center of Denver. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your time and being here on this Sunday. Go out. Have a great Sunday. Be blessed. Be kind to everyone. And remember, that means be kind to yourself as well.